The following is a presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball. And he drills that. Deep to right center, center fielder, late break. It's into the pines. A two-run home run. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. Now, for all the action, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougar baseball fans, welcome inside Hogland Ballpark on the University of Kansas campus in Lawrence, Kansas, a change of venue for what is now a two-game series between the BYU Cougars and Creighton Blue Jays. Wintry weather in Omaha, canceling yesterday's scheduled three-game series opener, and both teams headed headed for slightly warmer weather here in Lawrence. So here we are at the uh, home of BYU's future Big 12 colleagues, the Kansas Jayhawks. I'm your play-by-play broadcaster, Greg Rubel. Pleasure to be with you. First pitch straight ahead, so time to hear from BYU head coach Trent Pratt in our leadoff interview presented by doTERRA doTERRA pursue what's pure and after a tuesday walk-off setback at utah tech then the flight to omaha then the bus ride to kansas the coach and the Cougs just eager to finally play again yeah i just want to play tuesday was a rough one and we're just ready to get back out there and you know fix those mistakes and get there and compete again and come home with a win early season baseball scheduling can kind of be a crapshoot at times so you've been through this before how do you think the guys have responded to the ups and downs of this week They've been great. Um, we told them beforehand, hey, it might be some weather issues, and we kind of let them know beforehand things might change, and I think they're fine and ready to go. Okay, what do you expect today from uh, Creighton? Um, they're a solid team. Um, guy on the mound, you know, fastball slider guy, 88-92, and he can pitch a little bit. He has some good numbers, so we have a work cut out for us. They're always coached well. Coach Service does a good job, and we seem to go – we need to play clean baseball, make it simple. We need to throw strikes, play catch, put the ball in play, run the bases good. And just, you know, those, some of those little things are kind of hurting us right now. we got to get better at them. What are you hoping to get out of Jack today in his start? Same thing Jack always does. Jack always gives us a chance to win. Um, he's going to go out there, and Jack's a, a great competitor. And he's going to go out there, and he's going to battle for us and keep us in a game. And hopefully, you know, we can score some runs and get him a win. All right, that's BYU head coach Trent Pratt. Time now for this afternoon's starting lineups, courtesy of Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. The Creighton Blue Jays putting Ryan Windham on the mound. He's 0-1 with a tidy 1.17 ERA. Leading off for the Blue Jays will be number one, Nolan Sailors, playing center field. At the two spot, number three, Andrew Meggs, playing second base. At the three, number 24, Nolan Clifford, the shortstop. Hitting cleanup, number 23, Tyler Lozano, the DH. Hitting fifth, number 11, Ben North, the third baseman. Number sixth, uh, hitting sixth, number 34, Jack Grace, the left fielder. Hitting seventh, number two, the first baseman, Sterling Hayes. Hitting eighth, the right fielder, number five, Ben Gabor. Hitting ninth, number 22, Hogan Haligso, the catcher. For BYU, who will start Jack Sterner in the bottom of this inning. Jack Stern with a 1-1 record, a 7.27 ERA. Leading off for BYU shortstop, number five, Ozzie Pratt. Hitting second, the left fielder, number seven, Cooper Vest. Hitting third, the third baseman, number 25, Austin Deming. Hitting cleanup, the center fielder, number 22, Cole Gamble. In the five spot, number 27, Ryan Sapiti, the right fielder. Hitting sixth, Safaya Mawai, the DH, number 10. Hitting seventh, number 35, Jacob Wilk, the first baseman. Hitting eighth, number 32, Easton Jones, the second baseman. And the catcher for BYU, number 39, Bryant Ball, hits out of the nine hole. And here we go. Ryan Windham to face Ozzie Pratt to get this one underway in Lawrence, Kansas. The right-hander. Windham kicks and fires. And Ozzie Pratt grounds the first pitch he sees to third base. Ben North fires over to first baseman Sterling Hayes for the first out on one pitch. One gone for BYU here in the top of the first. 
Again, this was supposed to be a three-game set, set for Omaha and Charles Schwab Field, home of the College World Series in Omaha, but uh, snow on the field yesterday, and forecast wasn't great, so we hit the bus and headed to Lawrence, and here we are at KU for BYU and Creighton. Cooper Vest digs in, left-handed hitting Cooper Vest. In fact, three of the first four bats for Trent Bratt are lefty versus the righty Ryan Windham. And the first pitch from Wyndham to Vest is a strike. Grounder to first, easily scooped up by Sterling Hayes. Steps on the bag, and two are quickly gone for BYU here in the top of the first. So on three pitches, two outs. And it'll be Austin Deming, the only right-handed bat in the first three batters to face Wyndham. Austin Deming leading BYU in slugging percentage. Hits, RBIs, home runs, total bases. It's on a six-game hit streak coming into today. And Deming will take low and away for ball one. The 22nd pitch count remains in effect in college baseball, and this has a visible clock here at Hogland Ballpark in Lawrence. And that's grounded to short. Easily dealt with by Nolan Clifford. Fires to first, and on four pitches, three outs. We go to the bottom of the first inning. It'll be Jack Sturter on the hill and the Blue Jays coming to bat. In the top of the first, no runs, no hits, no errors. We go to the bottom of the first, 0-0. Cougs and Blue Jays on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Right, the BYU which has had some pretty stellar starts. Has scored 16 runs in the first inning this year. Goes quickly in order in the top of the first. We go bottom one. And the Blue Jays leadoff hitter Nolan Sailors will dig in against Jack Sterner. Left-handed hitting Sailors. Right-handed hurler Sterner. And high and away for ball one. Jack winds and deals. That's low and inside, ball two. So 2-0 the count to Nolan Sailors, the center fielder, coming in on an eight-game hit streak today. Cool and gray, the weather here in Lawrence. Hogland Ballpark, nicknamed the Hog, as it stands next to Fog Allen Fieldhouse, the Fog. And that's a delivered strike from Sterner on the take. A bunch show by Sailors and a pullback for 2-1. and one. Two balls and a strike, two sailors. And he lifts one to left field. Cooper Vest back and near the line makes the grab, no trouble there. And one gone for the Blue Jays here in the bottom of the first. Hogland Ballpark seating 2,500, home of the Kansas Jayhawks. 330 down the lines, 375 in the power alleys, and 400 to center field, Ray. Tall blue batter's eye extends the boundary in the outfield. That's a piped-in strike, painting the high outside corner for Sterner to Andrew Meggs, the second baseman. Batting second here in the bottom of the first. Sterner kicks and fires, and that'll skip off the artificial turf to the catcher, Bryant Ball. Everything artificial here, surface, including the infield and mound. Used to be a dirt mound with an artificial surface here at Hogland. And now gone to all turf, including the mound. That's high and away. Two balls and a strike with one gone to Andrew Meggs. 
Second baseman hitting second. He's let off in eight games this year. The Blue Jays have played nine. And that's laced short hop to Ozzy or to Easton Jones. Off one hop to Wilkin. On the 4-3. Two are gone here in the bottom of the first. It's so normal to see Ozzy there at second base. Ozzy's over at short with Brock Watkins still injured. The regular shortstop for BYU Watkins is out. And so Ozzy shifting over to second and Easton Jones playing at uh, Ozzy shifting over to short and Easton Jones playing at second. Easton's a more natural third baseman, but plays second. While Watkins is out, foul back to the screen. No balls and a strike to the number three hitter, Nolan Clifford. That was well handled by Jones, by the way. Had to manage the short hop on the back of the artificial dirt surface, just shy of right field. The 0-1 from Sterner. And that's bloop to left field. It's going to get down just inside the line. It'll bounce off the ungloved hand of Cooper Vest. And in second with a stand-up double is Nolan Clifford. That was looping and swerving and diving away from Vest, who made to run to the left field line, but couldn't bring it in. So it's a two-out double for Clifford. And the Blue Jays have something going with two gone here in the bottom of the first inning. Nolan Saylor is led off with a fly out to Vest. Then it was Andrew Meggs with the ground out. 4-3. 4-3. And now a two-out double for Nolan Clifford. Bringing up the right-handed hitting Tyler Lozano. Clifford, a left-handed batter, went opposite field for that double. And that's driven to left field. But getting a good beat on it is Cooper Vest and doesn't have to move too far before hauling it in. And so one pitch, one swing, and a third out on the flyout to left by Lozano. We are through one complete here in Lawrence, Kansas. It is BYU 0 and Creighton 0. Taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cole Gamble leads off the second inning for BYU, takes a strike one from Ryan Windham. Righty versus lefty. Windham the right-hander, left-handed hitting Cole Gamble. So again, three of the first four batters for Trent Bratt are left-handed hitters. Also a lefty in the sixth hole with Safaya Mawai. And he's due up third here in the second. 1-1 to Gamble. That's a paint job on the outside edge. One ball, two strikes from Wyndham to Cole Gamble. Gamble hitting it well. Six for his last 14. Included in that tally are five RBI. Had a four-walk night at Utah Tech on Tuesday. And he'll take outside, but not quite. The Creighton dugout ready to celebrate a strikeout, but goes to a 2-2 two two count. Home plate umpire Clint, Clint Wheeler. Travis Olsen at first, Trey Nelson at third. The 2-2 two two to Cole. And that's low for ball three. Three balls and two strikes. To the judicious center fielder, Cole Gamble. Again, four bases on balls on Tuesday night's setback in St. George. The 3-2 to Cole. And that was low. So, after falling behind, Cole gets back in the count and works it to a leadoff walk. So Cole Gamble takes his base, bringing in Ryan Sapiti. Ryan Sapiti, BYU's batting average leader, on-base percentage leader, and second in RBI. Six multi-hit games. He has hits hits in seven games, and six of them are multi-hit games. And he drills that to left center, 
And that will be off the top of the wall. Stays in the park, but Cole Gamble will round third and score. And Ryan Sapiti has himself a no-out, run-scoring double. And the Cougs go on top. one nothing in the top of the second. And that was laced. And that hit the red boundary on the top of the blue wall in the power alley and left. Nearly a two-run home run for Sapiti, but it will go as a run-scoring double. And the Cougs open on top, one nothing here in Lawrence. That was smoked to left field. And so Cole Gamble comes all the way around from first to score. And the Cougs lead with still no one out. And Safaya Mawai will dig in and take a top-of-the-zone strike. For Ryan Sapiti, RBI number eight on the season. Taken away is Moai for one ball and one strike. So Cole Gamble with the leadoff walk comes around on the double that was crushed to the power alley and left. That's opposite field for Moai, and that is going to get down on the left field corner. Ryan Sapiti will round third and score easily. Back to back doubles for BYU. Safaya Moai keeps it going with still no one out here in the top of the second. Back-to-back run-scoring doubles for BYU as Ryan Sapiti comes in to score. And it's 2-0 Cougs with Jacob Wilk striding into the batter's box. Nice piece of hitting from Safaya Mawai. Was 0 for his last five since that great two-home run day at Louisiana down in Lafayette. And for Safaya, that's RBI number five as Sapiti comes around to score. And it's back-to-back doubles for BYU. Wilk will take strike one from Ryan Windham. The 0-1. That's piped in, breaking ball for two strikes. The 0-2 now to Jacob Wilk. Has hits in four of his last five games. Righty v. Righty here. Windham kicks and deals and Wilk will watch that go low and away for one ball and two strikes. Gamble leadoff walk. Sapiti, RBI double to left center. And then Mawai, RBI double to the left field corner. 2-0 Cougs, still no one gone, top of the second. And Wilk reaches out on the off-speed offering and waves through it for the first K of the day for Ryan Windham. So Wilk is down with a swinging strikeout, a frontwards K, and... The first out in the second inning for Creighton and starting pitcher Ryan Windham. It'll bring in Easton Jones. A tall second baseman watches away for ball one. Easton Jones, 6'3", 205, the freshman from Lehigh and American Fork High School. And a natural third baseman playing second with the infield shifting with the Watkins injury. Brock Watkins, the normal shortstop, out. So Ozzie Pratt to short and Easton Jones to second. And Easton getting his fifth consecutive start at second base today. The 2-0 to Jones from Wyndham. And that'll be just on the outside corner for two balls and a strike with one gone, one on. On second base is Safaya Mawai, the DH today. Cougs have two runs on two hits. Creighton no runs on a single hit. It was a two-out double in the first. That runner was stranded. And that'll be taken low for ball three by Easton Jones. So, Jones facing a 3-1 count. 
Ryan Windham operating from the stretch, glancing back at Safaya Mowai, kicks and deals, and that's a swinging strike two. The count full to Easton Jones. Jersey number 32 for BYU. BYU in the Navy caps, the all grays today with the block Cougars across the chest. Creighton in the white pinstripes, royal caps, and block Creighton across the chest. And that's a swinging strikeout, back-to-back Ks and back-to-back swinging punch-outs for Ryan Windham. That'll be two gone for Bryant Ball, who hits with Safaya Mawai at second base. Cougs did all their damage here with no one out in the top of the second. But after Safaya Mawai's no-out double scoring Sapiti to make it 2-0, it's back-to-back Ks for BYU, and that's a breaking ball in for strike one to Bryant Ball. Catching position is yet to really start hitting for BYU. Ball is 2 for 25 on the year. The 0-1. And that's popped up. First baseman Hayes coming in and making the grab on the run. Sterling Hayes with the third out, and we go to the bottom of the second inning. But for BYU, a good top half. Two runs on two hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. We go bottom two. BYU 2, Creighton no score. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Bottom of the second here in Lawrence, Kansas. BYU and the Creighton Blue Jays. Third baseman Ben North leads off for Creighton. BYU a two-run top of the second, leading 2-0. Jack Sterner, the Cougars' ace on the hill, and delivers ball one low and away to Ben North, who enters today on a four-game hit streak during his streak, 7 for 15 at the plate. The wind and deal. Outside just missing two balls and no strikes. Sterner getting his fourth start. Working into his 19th inning on the year. 7.27 ERA for the 1-1 one one Sterner. That'll be a paint job high and outside for two balls and a strike. Catching the upper edge of the zone as judged by Clint Wheeler, the home plate arbiter today. A gray cold day here in the Midwest. And that's low for ball three. So a 3-1 count to Ben North. Mentioned his four-game hit streak. He's reached safely in six consecutive coming into today. Sterner exhales. Wind-up and delivery, and that's lifted up well foul out of play. Down the first baseline behind the bleachers. A 2,500-seat venue here in Lawrence, Hogland Ballpark. Opened in 1988, again seats 2,500. And all the seating is on metal bleachers with, well, there's a theater seating area as that's laced foul opposite field down the first baseline. There's some plastic theater-style seating areas below concourse, but mostly metal bleachers here in Lawrence. This will soon be a regular stop for BYU in the Big 12. The 3-2. Back-to-back foul balls, and that'll be a third consecutive. That one's a chopper down the third baseline that rolls over the paint, so stays full 3-2. and two. The batter is Ben North, the third baseman. Hitting fifth in the order for head coach Ed Service. Ed Service in his 20th year of service with the Blue Jays. He's the uncle of Seattle Mariners, skipper Scott Service, former big leaguer. 3-2. 
kick and deal from Sterner. And that's a hard hit ground ball up the middle. It'll be a leadoff single for North. And Ben North's hit streak goes to five games and has reached base safely streak to seven games. Single up the middle. It brings Jack Grace to the plate. Four home runs on the year to lead the Blue Jays in that category. Grace 6'3", 225. He's imposing in the batter's box. Righty v. Righty. Squares to bunt and pulls back on ball one. Well, they call that a strike, actually. He gave him the outside edge. So the 0-1 to Grace. Runner at first is Ben North. Leadoff runner aboard for the Blue Jays here in the bottom of the second. BYU's lead runner was aboard in the top of the second, came around to score. That's down and in. One ball, one strike. Back in the top of the second, Cole Gamble's leadoff walk, and then back-to-back doubles by Sapiti and Mawai, bringing in Gamble and Sapiti respectively. 2-0 Cougs, bottom two. Creighton a runner on and no one out. Swinging through that high heat is Jack Grace for one ball and two strikes to count. Sterner from the stretch looks to his wrist. I think they're using the Pitchcom wristbands today. They've been made available to BYU, and they're hoping to work through that system. The new Pitchcom setup is pretty cool. Your wristband, and everyone has them, has an LED display on which uh, the pitch is called and even alignment if you want to go that way. And So Sterner continues to look at his forearm wrist area, so it appears that uh, Cougs have the Pitchcom system up and running today. If you don't have Pitchcom, you go to the earpiece calling system, which is still good, but this is much more advanced and much quicker. The 1-2 from Sterner, and that's a swinging strike. And down on strikes is Jack Grace, a mighty whiff, and may have hurt something coming out of the batter's box. He is limping to the dugout. That was such a mighty lash that he might have pulled something on the follow-through. And so Grace goes down on strikes. That's the first K of the day for Jack Sterner. And it'll bring up Sterling Hayes with one gone here in the bottom of the second. Sterner with a 2-1 strikeout-to-walk ratio. Has yet to issue a free pass, and that's his first K of the day. Hayes, the first baseman, jumping off first. Taking a lead as North gets back on ball one to Hayes. Hayes in a bit of a rut, 0 for his last 11 at the plate. But he's the on-base percentage leader for the Blue Jays despite that 0 for 11 stint. The 1-0, paint job on the outside for 1-1 one and one with one gone here in the bottom of the second. BYU 2 and Creighton no score. Ben North leadoff single up the middle. He stays at first. The strikeout of Grace, and now Sterling Hayes, the seven hitter, facing Sterner. Again, Sterner looks down to his gloved left forearm. From the stretch, he'll throw back to first, and diving back head first is Ben North. Jack Sterner's long inning of the year, long outing of the year, a seven-inning performance. That was his opener when he allowed just a single hit. Tremendous start to the season for Sterner. Looking to recapture the, that opening game magic as that's fouled back to the screen. 
by Sterling Hayes. BYU Baseball, brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. One ball, two strikes, one gone, and one on for the Blue Jays' bottom two here in Lawrence, Kansas. Sterner from the stretch. A swinging strike, and then the throw back to first, and they nearly got Ben North diving back head first. That's back-to-back Hayes as Hayes goes down. A swinging strike, and nearly a strike-em-out, throw-em-out double play for BYU, but just getting back was Ben North. So after North's leadoff single, swinging strikeouts for Grace and Hayes, and it'll bring up Ben Gabour. Back-to-back-to-back right-handed hitters. In fact, all four hitters here in the second hitting righty. The sun now begins to peek out on this overcast day, creating... Some faint shadows. It's not brilliant sunshine, but just enough to create some shadows here on the artificial surface at Hogland Ballpark. BYU two runs on two hits. Creighton scoreless on two hits. We're 2 nothing. Cougs, bottom two. And that's popped up. But behind the press box here. One ball, one strike. With two gone. And so both pitchers uh, have recovered by finding their strikeout game. In the top of the second, it was back-to-back-to-back runners and two runs scored against Wyndham before back-to-back Kays helping him to get out of that. That's a grounder to Austin Deming. He'll take the easy out to second. And Easton Jones steps on the bag for the 5-4. And that strands a Creighton runner. We go to the top of the third. Creighton in the bottom of the second. No runs, one hit, no errors, and a runner left on. We go top three. BYU 2, Creighton no score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Ozzie Pratt led off the game. Ozzie Pratt leads off the third inning and goes opposite field for a one-hop single to left. And the lead runner aboard for a second consecutive inning for BYU. Ozzie Pratt with his first hit of the day. Next up, left fielder number seven, Cooper Vest. So a sharp single to left for Ozzie. We'll bring in Cooper Vest, back-to-back left handed bats here to start the third. BYU 2, Creighton no score, top three here in Lawrence, Kansas. And Creighton, I believe, also has the pitch comm system going. Looking to his forearm to the digital display armband wristband is starting pitcher Ryan Windham. Windham's given up three hits, two runs. BYU 2, Creighton no score. Windham will glance back at first. Ozzie takes his lead as Cooper Vest digs in with an empty count. And that's off speed high and away for ball one. Windham with a whip of 1.5, which isn't great, but his his ERA of 1.17 is. And that's fouled back by Cooper Vest with Ozzie on the run. Windham, a pretty robust uh, strikeout-to-walk ratio, however, at 4.33. That's excellent. Cooper Vest grounded out to first in the first. It's part of a 1-2-3 inning for BYU. But the Cougs brought six bats to the plate in the second, scoring two runs, and they've got the lead runner on here in the third, and Ozzie Pratt single to left field. Wyndham glancing back at first. Ozzie takes his lead, and Vest awaits the 1-1, the kick and fire, and that's well away. The left-handed hitting Vest. Two balls and a strike. Cooper Vest playing left field, starting left field today. 
his third outfield start of the year. The versatile vest, first baseman, outfielder primarily. A throwback and diving back is Ozzie Pratt. Cooper Vest in a good way, four for his last six with four RBI. Ozzie takes a few ginger steps off of first as a half offering from Cooper Vest, but he'll lay off for three and one. High pitch away, three balls and a strike to Vest. Lefty bat facing righty arm here in the top of the third. BYU out to an early 2-0 lead. Two runs in the top of the second for the Kooks. And that is driven but foul down the first baseline. Hops off the roof of the Gary and Sue Paget Training Center for the Kansas Jayhawks here at Hogland Ballpark. We have the, uh, the indoor training center down the right field, first baseline. And the outdoor but covered Rich Jantz Player Development Center featuring uh, batting cages down the left field, third baseline. Again, a throw back to first. Ozzie diving back safely. BYU making its first trip to Lawrence since 2016 when the Cougs had a three-game sweep of the Jayhawks. And in future seasons, this will be a conference venue for BYU. The 3-2. Ozzie takes off. Oh, and they're going to call a high strike and a strike him out, throw him out, double play. As Ozzie was on the run, a high strike called, and the throw down to second, getting Ozzie Pratt, and two outs just like that here in the top of the third. A strike him out, throw him out, and two quickly gone for BYU in the top of the third inning. It'll bring in Austin Deming. Next up, third baseman number 25, Austin Deming. So a backwards K and a caught stealing. And two gone, no one on for Austin Deming. Deming grounded out 6-3 in the first. Six-game hit streak for Dem. Breaking ball in for a strike, one after a ball, one offering. One and one with two gone. You're in the top of the third inning. Heck of a throw from the catcher, Hogan Haligso, as Deming will lift that into short right field and... Foul. One ball, two strikes. So good defense helping Ryan Windham advance the inning after a leadoff single by Ozzie Pratt. A strikeout of Vest and the caught stealing throwout of Pratt. Two gone for Deming. Bases clear, the 1 2 from Windham. That's hammered to left field. Left fielder Grace is going back. He will go to the wall and watch it fly into the pines in the left field. Austin Deming with his sixth home run of the year to lead the Cougs. It's a solo shot to left, and BYU takes a 3-0 lead in the top of the third. The bases were clear, and then Deming cleared the left field wall into the trees outside left, and BYU leads 3-0. Solo shot for Austin Deming. And that'll extend his hit streak to seven games. BYU's total bases leader adds four more to his tally on the round tripper. It's BYU three and Creighton no score. Cole Gamble now hits. And Cole Gamble walked and scored in the second to get this 
scoring day underway for BYU. And that'll be a sharp single to right field for the left-handed hitting Gamble. So Gamble's reached safely twice, and the Cougs have a two-out runner aboard in a game they lead 3-0, three runs on five hits for BYU. So Cole Gamble, the center fielder, with a walk and a run scored, and now a two-out single to, le- to right field. Ryan Sapiti will now bat, and it'll be a visit to the mound to settle down Ryan Windham. He's getting knocked around here pretty good. A quick trip it was. And so defensive conference adjourned. And with two gone and one on, Ryan Sapiti will face Ryan Windham. Kick and deal from Wyndham inside and ball one, the call. BYU is scheduled to play one more with Creighton here tomorrow. The forecast isn't great. Precipitation in the forecast for a noon central time, 11 a.m. mountain time start tomorrow. The 1-0 to Sapiti. He'll sky that foul down the first baseline. One ball, one strike. Two gone and one on. The one on is Cole Gamble. Gamble scored the first run of the day. He came in on a Ryan Sapiti double, and then Sapiti came in on a Sofia Mawai double. And here in the third, with the bases clear, Austin Deming a solo home run to left. That's a grounder to short. Eats up the shortstop, however. It'll be an error, fielding error, first and second as two out. Clifford bobbled it short. And that's his second error of the season. Went off the heel of his glove, and it'll keep the inning alive for BYU. So Gamble at second, Sapiti at first. Reaching on the E6. And Safayat Mawai, left-handed hitter, will step in with runners on first and second. Gamble advancing to second on the Sapiti grounder to short. It was booted by the shortstop, Nolan Clifford. And that'll be a ball inside to Mawai. Mawai's got a big bat. That two-home run day down at Louisiana. And he could give the Cougars a sizable lead with one swing here as that will be taken at half swing, strike one. One ball, one strike, two gone, two on for Safea Mawai. RBI double in the second for Safea. Wyndham deals inside to Mawai. Two balls and a strike. Safaya Mawai, the 6'1", 235-pound sophomore from Hilo, Hawaii, and a transfer from the University of Hawaii. BYU 3, Creighton no score, top three here in Lawrence. That's a mighty swing and a miss. Evens the count at 2-2 two and two with two gone and two on here in the top of the third. A cold gray day here at the home of the Kansas Jayhawks. The series was to be played in Omaha, but even worse weather there moved us down to Lawrence. The 2-2 from Wyndham. Checks his swing and takes ball three. The count is full. And with two gone, runners will be on the move here in the top of the third. BYU scores two in the second, one in the third. to lead 3-0 on five hits. Creighton no runs on two hits. They have the lone error in the game. 
And it came to the last hitter moments ago, Ryan Sapiti, who's at first a faked throw to second. And so with no throw, that's the only reset that Wyndham will get in this at-bat. Well, the new pace of play rules. You get one reset or step off with no throw in any particular at-bat. The 3-2 with two out and two aboard for BYU. And Mawai will take down and in with the runners going. It'll be bases loaded. So Fayette Mawai on a bases on balls. And Jacob Wilk will now hit in a prime RBI situation. Two gone, yes, but the bases are juiced. Jacob Wilk struck out in the top, uh, top of the second. Hits now in the top of the third with the bases loaded. BYU this year with the bases loaded. Hitting 250. They've had just eight opportunities. Two for eight with the sacks stacked. And that'll be a paint job on the outside edge for strike one to Wilk. Today's first baseman getting his 12th start in 13 games at first base. That's a little farther outside for ball one. One and one to Wilk. His RBIs in six games. Checks his swing. Two balls and a strike. Seven RBI on the year for Wilk, whose slugging percentage is 474 coming into the day. The 2-1 again checks it. And dancing off a third is Gamble as the ball skipped away from the catcher, Halikso. But he tracks it down. Now it's 3-1. And, and Ryan Williams got to make a pitch or go down 4 nothing. Three balls, one strike, two out. Bases loaded. And that did not catch the corner. That will be a bases-loaded walk of Jacob Wilk. And the Cougs add to their tally. Two in the second, now two in the third. It's 4 nothing Cougs as Jacob Wilk draws a back-to-back walk for BYU. Mawai and then Wilk with bases on balls. Mawai will go to second. Gamble comes home on the walk of Wilk. And Sapiti will find himself at third. So Sapiti at third, Mawai at second, Wilk at first. The inning continues. Easton Jones hits and swings and misses. On a low inside offering, it'll be 0-1. With two gone and still three aboard. BYU four. Creighton no score. Top three here in Lawrence. Wyndham laboring. And that's low and outside. One ball, one strike. Wyndham has thrown 46 pitches through two and two-thirds. The 1-1 to Jones. Checks his swing. May appeal. It'll be a called strike. A swing, a strike on the appeal, mind you. One and two with two gone. Thought he checked it, but call was strike. One and two to Jones. Bases loaded here, top three. Ryan Windham from the stretch. Winds and deals away. Counts even at two and two with two gone and three on for BYU. Again, a check swing, and they'll say he went through, and that will be a strikeout of Jones, his second swinging strikeout of the day, and it will end the inning. But the Cougs in the third. 
scored two runs on two hits. There was an error, and there were three left on base. We go to the bottom of the third. BYU 4, Creighton, no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Bottom of the third, BYU 4, Creighton, no score. Creighton catcher Hogan Haligso takes ball one from Jack Sterner. And ball two from Jack Sterner. BYU four runs on five hits, no errors. Cougars playing clean through two defensive innings so far. Creighton no runs on two hits with a single error. That error helped runners advance in the third. And one of those runners to advance, Cole Gamble, came around to score on a bases-loaded walk. 3-0, by the way, from Sterner. Stays back in the count. Taking a step toward first was Haligso, thinking he might have gotten a walk, but it's an outside strike called to the right-handed hitting Haligso. 3-1 from Sterner to the Blue Jay backstopper. And that's back-to-back strikes. Paint job on the outside for Sterner. 3-2 after going behind 3-0. Hogan Haligso, 3-16 for on the year. Getting a seventh start at catcher today. And he'll foul that away down the first baseline. BYU 4 and Creighton, no score. Scoreless first inning for BYU. They went in order. And then two in the first. and Or two in the second and two in the third. And the first run scored in the third was a solo home run from Austin Deming. Again, fouled out of plate on the first baseline. Cougars ran themselves out of maybe a bigger inning as Ozzie Pratt was caught stealing on a strike him out throw him out for the first two outs of the third inning. But then Deming with a solo shot. A walk from Gamble. An error by the shortstop. Back-to-back walks, and that was another run for BYU. The 3-2 from Sterner. And that sharply hit to right, but getting a good jump on it. He's the right fielder, Ryan Sapiti, and easily hauls it in for the first out of the third inning. So Sapiti has played error-free in right field. Gets his 14th put out of the season. After the right-handed hitting Haligso, the left-handed top of the order, Nolan Sailors, will now bat. And Sailors flew out to left to lead off the game, the bottom of the first. Haligso just flew out to right for the first out here in the third. BYU 4, Creighton no score. No balls and a strike from Sterner to Sailors. One gone, bottom three. A wind and deal from Jack. That's foul to the screen. So Jack's ahead, no balls and two strikes. Cougars have their pitch comm system in effect. Everyone can look at their forearm, wristband area, and see a display. Everyone knows what pitch is being called. Not just the pitcher and catcher and pitch caller in the dugout. That's high for ball one. So Jack could... uh, Kind of see if he could create a chase pitch for Sailors, but didn't bite at the high offering. One ball, two strikes. That's popped up foul down the third baseline. It'll stay one and two. BYU basketball brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA is a proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. If I said basketball a moment ago, that's a uh, force of habit. (laughs) Basketball season just ending. From basketball into baseball season, we go. Doterra is a proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. The 1-2. 
And that'll be in the dirt. I say dirt. That's the artificial dirt surface in the home plate area. Two balls and two strikes after Jack went ahead 0-2. It would appear the BYU men's basketball season is truly done. doesn't appear that the NIT is a strong possibility at this point. It's popped up. First base territory. Jacob Wilk will... Watch it descend into... Oh, he drops it. He dropped it on the infield, and it will allow Sailors to advance to second. He dives back on the throw to Pratt, but Jacob Wilk, you saw it pop out of his glove, would have been out number two for BYU. Jacob Wilk makes his third error of the season. And with one out, a runner in scoring position for Andrew Meggs as Sailors reaches and gets all the way to second on the E3. So runner on second is Sailors, Andrew Meggs, who grounded out 4-3 in the first. Bats now in the third. And that will be a sharp shot on the ground to right. Coming around third is Sailors. Will hold there on a strong throw from Sapiti. And so runners on the corners now with one gone for the Blue Jays. They have something going here. And the Cougs have given the Blue Jays some help. So Meggs singling to right, his first hit of the day. It'll be Sailors at third. Megs at first. One gone. Cooks could use a double play right here. Off the bat of Nolan Clifford, who doubled and was stranded in the first. So one gone, two on. BYU blanking the Blue Jays for the time being 4 nothing. Left-handed hitting Clifford as the throw goes back to first. Diving back is Megs safely. Nolan Clifford with that double in the first extended his hit streak to seven games. It's now seven for his last 14 at the plate. He's in a groove. The Cougs in gray. The Blue Jays in white pinstripes today. Sterner kicks and deals, and that'll be fouled over the screen. So Jack gets ahead. BYU four runs on five hits. One error. The Blue Jays, no runs on three hits, and a miscue. We'll see if the Cougars can keep that error from costing them a run or runs here in the third. 4-0 Cougs, the 0-1 from Sterner to Clifford. And Clifford nubs that. That might bloop in. No, great play made by Ozzie Pratt. A tag, a throw home, and diving ahead of the throw, which was wide, is Sailors for the Blue Jays' first run of the day on a tag from short left field. Pratt makes a nice play running away from the infield and then turning and firing. But as his momentum was taking him away, not enough on the throw directionally. And diving ahead with the first run of the day for the Blue Jays is Nolan Sailors on the pop to short from Clifford. So a sacrifice fly, but a short one. For Nolan Clifford makes it 4-1 to one here in the bottom of the third. And the runner at first stays at first. That was Andrew Meggs. BYU 4, Creighton 1, 2 gone now. One ball, no strikes to Tyler Lozano, who's taken a ball from Jack Sterner. Throw back to first. Meggs back safely. So Nolan Clifford... 
With a sack fly RBI to short left field. Lozano now hits with a runner on and two gone. And it'll be a grounder to third. Deming will handle. Fire to Jones at second. And that'll do it for Creighton. The Blue Jays score a run on a hit. There was an error. There was a runner left on. BYU 4, Creighton 1. We go to the top of the fourth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.